0: Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Duality Podcast with your favorite duo, Simi and Bella.
1: And Alyssa. Ah, we have a chance I today. To
0: the mic. We have a guest today.
1: Oh We're going blow out the mic. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We are so, so happy to have our first guest on the Duality Podcast, Miss Alyssa Salazar.
1: Hi. Applause.
0: Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Honored to be here.
0: Yes. <laughs> Alyssa is a beauty creator who is passionate about sharing all things makeup, skincare, fashion, and the most fun goofy blogs ever. That's that's why I especially love her. She started on TikTok in 2022 and has amassed over 70,000 followers across all of her platforms insane (laughs) literally so fast she's just a queen 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 (laughs) we absolutely love her content and mostly because of how real transparent and hilarious she is um she has such an infectiously happy personality it's been like the biggest pleasure even just getting to know you through this um and it's so real i'm sure you're all gonna adore her but yeah thank you Perlissa, for being here
1: thank you for having me that was uh, that was the best introduction ever i've never had anything (laughs) like that before so that was nice it was nice all hearing work. myself through your words yes uh-huh. that's cool i like the way you portrayed it
0: that's what we all that's what we're all thinking all your big fans we're big <laughs> fans here yes um so this episode we have Alyssa on to talk about something that's very i feel like it ties into her career as a content creator a lot and it's confidence confidence it's like probably one of the hardest things to navigate especially as women Definitely. i wrote here how i feel about it is that Women, we, we're always hard on ourselves and internally and then externally. I feel like we have this need to be humble at all times. And so mixing all of those feelings with also trying to be confident. It's just a hard, hard thing. To yeah. Do. Yeah. Especially
2: yeah. when the world's like, I don't know. Really against you a little bit. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. You got to really fight for that confidence for real.
0: Yeah. So do you want to tell us the dictionary definition of what confidence yes. is? Yes, I
2: will. So according to the World Wide Web. Yes. <laughs> Confidence is a belief in oneself or the conviction that one has the ability to meet life's challenges and to succeed and the willingness to act accordingly. So being confident requires a realistic sense of one's capabilities and feeling secure in that knowledge. I heard it also said that um, it's, it's a lot about trusting yourself, which I thought was like really big because it's it's that's really hard, especially when you're a young woman, for sure.
1: I've never even thought about it like that.
2: Yeah, I just mm-hmm. heard it. I was like, that's it just, interesting.
0: It just is. Yeah. So... As a content creator, you have to be pretty comfortable putting your life in a spotlight. Obviously, you pick what parts of your life you highlight, but whatever it is, that's stressful. Mm-hmm. How do you cultivate the self-assurance, confidence, and belief in yourself in this career? Did it come naturally to you? Did you have to work with it? Gotcha.
1: There's definitely a lot of different things. I was always told when I was a little girl, like my mom and dad always made sure to like call me beautiful, compliment Mm -hmm. me. Like I love your skin. I love your hair. Just like always complimenting me. And of course, hearing that all the time growing up, you're like, oh, like I am beautiful. Mm -hmm. I do have like, I I do love my brown skin, which, you know, growing up in a predominantly white neighborhood, I felt like I didn't really get to see much representation, but I already loved myself because of my parents' love. So I was confident literally my whole life I was kind of a funny looking kid too like (laughs) like I was I was not somebody's crush ever but I was still like I'm confident Mm -hmm. so I've always had that inside me built in because of my parents but around you know like middle school high school you go through that weird phase where you're just like oh who am I I'm hideous people start
0: having crushes people start dating people and like it's just You're like, wait, why is, yeah,
1: you're like, why is nobody dating me? (laughs) And then you have to, like, look in the mirror. You're like, oh, that's why. No. That's that's how I felt personally. Yeah. Yeah. And I just felt like I kind of lost myself and I would literally only let my um, beauty be defined by what boys thought of me. So I no longer was feeling what my parents were feeding me my whole life. So confidence definitely plummeted um but i had to basically find it and build my way back up and remind myself like mentally and physically like i am beautiful Mm -hmm. i feel like if you tell your brain like telling yourself that your brain is beautiful because of like who you are i love that it like it really feeds you from the inside out
2: yeah Yeah. that's big we kind of talked about that i feel like in one of our episodes like it it really basing it from like who you are on the inside rather than just like oh i'm beautiful because i have like this hair or this you know what i mean that's yeah And then you end up just loving like how you look in every single facet. Mm -hmm. you know, that's really cool.
0: Yeah. I also just think that, I don't know, I think as women, we constantly think that beauty is like the end all be all of who we are and like what our worth is. And so taking it back to realize that like, I'm beautiful a hundred percent. I get it. Like, I know that I'm beautiful, but also I'm so much even more than that beauty. Like Mm -hmm. I'm smart, I'm mature. I'm whatever, like all these traits, however you want to like feel about yourself. You should feel that way, but I think it's like sometimes hard. Um, how Bella, do you think have you navigated confidence growing up in that same type of era? Like, yeah. did you have something similar where it's like in middle school? It's like, oh wait, now we're getting all socially and stuff. Yeah, I don't know how I'm about myself.
2: Yeah, I think so. I was also like a pretty confident kid. I feel like it was the same. Like, I had a really good family. We were talking about that on the way here. Even like your family really, I feel like sets this ta- like the stage yeah. for your confidence. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had like a really supportive family and stuff. Um, but yeah, same. I don't know. In middle school, I just felt like weird. I always felt like I think you just like the middle school feelings like you just feel like it's inevitable. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of inevitable. It's like just growing up. So, like, yeah, I definitely went through that. And then I think as I got older, I, I don't know. I just kind of like came to the realization like I was made the way I was for a purpose. And like there's someone that can relate to that and like there's a reason why everyone is unique and that's like for something greater. Like we're all part of something bigger. So I think that kind of like gave me a lot of confidence. And then also just, I love what you said about like starting from the inside, starting mm-hmm. to like not fixate on the little features of myself that I would like pick on myself about when I was younger and just see like the whole picture and more focus on like neutrality kind of, and then that ended up becoming confident. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah definitely
2: what about you how do you how do you feel about that
0: yeah I don't know I think that my family never emphasized like I'm sure they called me beautiful I'm I'm sure that they were like super nice to me I don't even remember I feel like growing up but I don't I don't think they ever emphasized beauty as like something that I needed to measure up to Mm -hmm. and I think that helped me stay very neutral to like how I looked um and honestly I mean, we're probably going to get into it in like the next question. But basically, I also grew up in an area where there wasn't. I'm Indian and like fully Indian. And I grew up not having a single Indian friend or around people in school who were also who looked like me. And so I think always knowing that I looked different or that no guy knew a celebrity crush that was going to look like me or whatever. Like I've had to, I already went into conversations, went into middle school like, well, there's no way they're going to think that i may be the prettiest girl so that's not what i'm gonna like tr- i'm not gonna spend waste my time that's how i felt trying to measure up and be pretty to them and so i just like i don't know i feel like i don't even know if it was ever confidence i think i've always
2: like been sure learn not
0: to compare myself to other people because it, it's vague. just like a debt trap like I, I would just be stuck in a corner if i tried to compare myself because i was always looking different than the people around me yeah but also i think Like, we grew up in a very, like, black and brown community. Yeah, it wasn't
2: predominantly white at all, yeah.
0: And so I think that there was already a little bit more acceptance of, like, things that weren't the stereotype in, like, movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, oh, my God, that's, I'll let that lead into the next question of, like, (laughs) how has the lack of Latina brown girl, all these things, representations impacted you when you were growing up?
1: Yeah, no, definitely I felt like I used to, it's, it's hard to say, but I definitely used to be, like, ashamed of my skin color. And I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of other brown girls can relate to that. Yeah. I remember, um, so growing up in Chino Hills, I lived pretty close to Anaheim. And we would always go to the Angels games. And I would just, like, cry and I'd be so embarrassed. I'd be like, Dad, like, everyone's staring at me like, I don't want to be here. Like, I want to, like I, I, like, I don't like my skin. Like, everyone is, like, I just innately knew what racism was, you know? Because mm-hmm. I felt eyes on me all the time. And I just was so ashamed of my skin. So I felt like having no representation where I was living and then again places I would go still no representation would be hard you know unless I was going back to see my grandparents you know Mm -hmm. that lived in East LA and West Covina so I felt always comfortable and I felt always safe there but like growing up like actually where I lived I was like I was like I don't feel safe I don't like not that I okay hold on no not that I didn't feel safe but I just didn't feel like like I wasn't appreciated I guess you know and I felt like I had to work to be appreciated and feeling those ways at like eight nine years old is like really tough tough. like I'm a kid I shouldn't be caring about those things but like I did I always felt like judged and everything
2: and how do you even navigate that too I I I think it's just it's one thing that makes you different than everyone else and like I guess when you're young you just want to like kind of relate to people I guess there's like a human trait I mean you just don't want to stick out like no one wants to
0: feel like they're other or like different or whatever because it's just like you just want to blend in you don't want to like I don't know. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I completely understand. I think like, it's crazy how it's like a thing in, we were, t- I was talking to you about this, like bra- brown girls, brown girls is like literally everyone in like the Hispanic community <laughs> yeah. and like, like Indian South Asian yeah. community. Like we're all brown girls. Thank you. Um, good girl. yeah. yes. um, and it's crazy how that's like a similar experience. Like it is literally in a, a trope of growing up in an Indian household that like, they're like, don't go out in the sun. Mm-hmm. Like, don't like, do not get tanned. That is yeah, so, those like skin whitener holding, things
2: like that. Yeah, like, yeah. skin
0: bleaching things, yeah. like colorism runs deep. And it, you know, it goes for India, at least it goes deep, like into caste systems. And isn't that just the saddest thing? Because it's like you're keeping potentially like, and obviously parents, they they go off the experiences that they lived in, right? And mm-hmm. so they are telling you and advising you these things because they think that they're helping you. That like, if you don't get darker, then maybe you won't be as judged. It's sad, but that's just probably what it is. Mm-hmm but it's like literally holding back your kids from running in the sun. Yeah. Being a kid, like just existing.
1: It's sad. It, it's, yeah. it is
0: sad, um, but I'm, I don't know. I feel happier and more hopeful of the future because we're starting to see more representation. But I don't know, at least for me, I think growing up, it was really hard just always seeing the Prince Charmings and the, the main character, the protagonist, like they just nev- never looked like me Mm-mm. and never looked like, honestly, i really do think that in general the brown community were strong like there was not representation for any of us like Mm-mm, growing up at yeah all. and the re- little represent representation we had i always make this example my representation was Baljeet. <laughs> like that yeah. was being indian yeah. and the other kid in dire wimpy kid and it was just like so like entrenched with racist stereotypes and just like it wasn't a character that was the heartthrob it wasn't one that was like desirable it was the weird geek and that is so traumatizing as a kid and puts you in a box. It's just insane. So do you feel like in this current career that you're in, you're you're able to be that change, literally? Yeah, you really are that representation.
2: Like in the way that kids were watching like Disney Channel, they're watching like TikTok now. So it's like, how do you feel? Does that ever like... I don't know. Do you think about that a lot or what is that like?
1: Yeah, I do. At first, when I started, I wasn't really thinking about that. I was just like, I love making videos. Yeah. But then as I started growing, I started receiving like comments and DMs being like, I never had this representation growing up. Mm. So it's nice being able to see another Latina or another Mexican creator doing so well. But what I've noticed is it's not a younger generation. It's more so women my age. Mm. So I feel like they're kind of healing their inner child in a way watching me because they're like, finally, representation is here. I do hope there's little girls that are watching me and enjoy my videos too because that would be insane. But uh, yeah, I just feel like I'm able to, even in our older age, not that we're old, but like in our Our less youthful age, (laughs) I feel like we're still... (laughs) like still a sort of representation you know yeah most creators who i feel like get really big on tiktok are like white creators yeah yeah Definitely. And i don't know why i feel so weird saying that because it's true you know they're the ones yeah. that blow up and get big overnight so i still feel like it's hard to kind of be a big representation because all the bigger creators are mainly white i guess sorry that was a weird tangent that no, i went into no, you're tro-
0: it's totally real it's it's <clears throat> not the most fulfilling feeling knowing that like to have our place like to have the representation in place literally people had to fight brands for it Mm -hmm. like literally tell them why don't you have an inclusive shade range for example Mm. or why don't you invite people to brand trips that literally aren't just in one box one niche one look yeah and having to fight for that it's debilitating and then now that we finally get it we only get little glimmers of it Mm -hmm. and i think it's going to take a long time for that to change and we talked with Alyssa before we recorded this episode, and we were talking about how, like, if you are, if I'm Indian, and I decide to be an influencer or content creator or something, it's like I am just in the box of being, in, like, being Indian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not like I can have a specific niche that goes beyond it. Like I'm more than just that part of my identity. Yeah. It's a big part of my identity, but I feel like white people are more able to because there's not a stereotype a attached yeah.
2: to it. I think like with a lot of people specifically with ethnicity, but really it goes like beyond that too. But there's like stereotypes that I think people attach and like boxes people want to put everyone in. So like if you're an Indian creator, you have to have like, your family has to be like this or you have to be like that or you have to like, you know what I mean? Like do your makeup a certain way, do this a certain way. And it's like, I think
0: literally, sorry, this is like so specific to Indian community, but the Indian community literally will hate on the Indian community. Like the people who are getting up in it because they don't think they're Indian enough. And it'll be like comments like, what are you doing here, Pooja? Like, that's literally so rude. But, I don't know, it's like the community Yeah, I get each that other. completely. Th-
2: it's like, I think that ideally, for me, like, representation is, like, the freedom to be what, like, it's kind of like the freedom aspect of it, but so, I think because we're still, like, breaking through in representation, it's like, yeah, you can get there, but you don't have, like, the freedom to express and be, like, whoever you are without, like, receiving hate or, I don't know.
0: No one's going to be the perfect example of...
1: I feel like kind of what you were saying about, like, your own community... watching the movie Selena growing up obviously one of the biggest Mexican icons biggest Mexican singers ever she literally had to like freaking gnaw her way through the community because her dad told her this is my favorite quote my dad always tells me this he's like you're not Mexican enough for the Mexicans Mm -hmm. you're not American enough for the Americans so being Mexican American or even Indian American like having i guess two different identities and trying to wrap it into one it's hard to appease to both sides so i feel like you kind of just have to continue doing your own thing and you will have your own people and people will support you like no matter what and i literally get called like terrible things too like by my own community by my own people and i'm like (laughs) um that that hurts me more than anything because i'm like i I don't know, like, we're in this together, you know? I want to be the representation. I want to be able to, like, be the voice. And I just... Anything that I feel like I do sometimes just, like, isn't enough, you know? Mm. Like, I get, like, personal attacks being, like, you're not doing anything for the Mexican community. And I'm just, like... I was, like, I feel like I do what I can, you know? Like, I don't say everything I'm doing. No one truly knows, like, exactly what goes on behind the scenes. Because, again, I only show what I want to be seen. Yeah. So, I feel like... It's
0: not your job to be, like, the perfect... Mexican American, like it's yeah. not, it, it's you're just a person, mm. and you're living your own experience, and yeah, putting that pressure all on one person, it, it's sad how much damage it can do instead of just lifting, like yeah. the community up.
1: Yeah, like let's say like I'm donating to something, or I love to create, um, I love to support Latina creators or like small Mexican owned business brands or anything that I can do, and in a way that does support our community, you know, a hundred percent, yeah. And and what you were saying about Selena, like I also
2: relate, like I. My family had like a kind of similar situation like I don't speak like fluent Spanish because it's, it was like not they wanted us to like be like very acculturated and um, or like Americanized or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like seeing her was like, oh, my gosh, there's people like me like that was like cool, you know, so there's going to be people it's like that. In it's and the and same thing. Yeah, just being, being yourself because then there's so many people that are gonna relate to that. So it's like pushing someone to be this perfect image. Well, it's not, it's not perfect for everyone, you know?
0: And I think that there's also a lack of empathy in that, too. Because I know for me, like, I've had to, like, unpack so much about, about me, like, my experience growing up. And people get mad at me for not being able to speak Punjabi, for example. Bro, you think I'm not sad that I can't talk to my entire family in India? Like, Belt, yeah. it is so <laughs> hard. <laughs> do you know how hard it is to, like, learn a language? Like, yeah. first of all, languages come easier to some people than others. I am not a language person. Like, I've taken Spanish, what? eight years of my life and I'm not perfectly fluent I can get by but I'm not perfectly fluent and so you're like you're telling me that you're mad at me for not being Indian enough bro I'm sad at this but it's what our parents we they make that decision for us they thought it would help us like not have to have an accent not having to be in certain classes and just to fit in and be fully immersed in the culture of this new country that at least I was brought here as first generation like bruh and you're getting mad at me for that and also when we were growing up there was no representation of it, no empowering it wasn't nature like, of it. Yeah, like, now it's it like, ooh, like, yeah, like, it's different.
2: It's a different feel now than it was when we were Yeah,
0: kids. 100%. I feel so much more confidence ever since, honestly, TikTok has been game-changing for representation mm-hmm. because there's never been a place that shows you people who, like, people from across the world, like, uh, before it would always be who you're following, but then this is yeah. just, like, a wide net. I can't even... Articulate how many times my sisters and I have just cried, thinking, like Oh my god, there's all these cool Indian people online. I didn't even know there's cool Indian people that exist in this space because they've never had a chance, but like suddenly TikTok gave them a chance. So I really think that you're part of that for your community, for all communities. And so. honestly, we're all together. No, you're all on this together. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, it's so important. It's just so important.
2: Definitely. Everyone
0: deserves to feel like who they are is beautiful and is represented their experiences are represented not only just their looks like everything about them
1: Mm -hmm. wait one little thing on that too i felt like hearing like our grandparents and our great-grandparents who for me obviously lived in mexico they wanted to achieve the american dream and they wanted their family to have that too so i feel like i feel like also that's why i get sad when people don't like empathize with I guess, I don't want to say empathize with my life because that sounds so like. No, no, it's. We true. get it. Yeah. Yes. I understand saying, but yeah. I'm like, my family worked so hard to get here. Like, uh, my that, life is yeah. <laughs> like everything my family has ever no, wanted to have. It's exactly. a of their actions. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm this like, I'm appreciative of it, you know? Yeah. Like, I am growing up the way they want me to grow up, you know? And maybe it's not as in touch with my culture as I would love to be and as other people would love to see me be. And believe me, I would love to be more as well. Yeah. But I'm like, this is like everything. My family parents and my grandparents yeah. have worked so hard for yeah. so i don't want to like i don't know
0: that's what all their sacrifices were for
2: yeah like, yeah yeah i
0: don't know i think um, that's like a yeah. oh,
2: no, go ahead. no no no, i was just gonna say i agree and like and it's not yeah like know, they did what they had to do to put me where i am today and i'm in an, and i'm yeah i'm so grateful for that it's not like a oh but like you didn't teach me like you know what i mean like it feels bad saying that but like you know they did what they had to do and like yeah no one ever I sees it from
1: that here. point of view which is yeah. kind yeah. of frustrating i feel like. yeah well, yeah like, and
2: it's putting like it's putting immigrant people of color
0: parents like to the highest standard, like like you have to teach p- your parent your kids. It was my two pa- languages, <laughs> yes, yes and, yeah. then and then you got to them know w- yeah. this and make them yeah. the holidays. Say, Girl, all the holidays, all the American holidays,
2: parents. and all the holidays. Uh huh. <laughs> like dang, oh yeah, I can't move do it to all. a different Sheesh. country
0: and make sure that they're in like a little India or a little whatever. Like that is hard too. Like they're just going where they can they're navigating this for the first time just like us and they're trying their freaking best and they did their best and And it turned out amazing yeah for all like all three of
2: us so it's like yeah exactly so there was no
0: perfect way for us to be raised times were different then than they are now and we're just we're just moving with the times we're in a
1: very blessed position yeah for sure
2: amen yeah i agree
0: and i will yeah exactly we're we're trying our best we're trying our best as a content creator do you have to like is there any strategies that you employ to like drown out any noise that people try to throw your way and just focus on yourself and your own confidence
1: definitely there was a point in time where i was getting so much hate for my makeup and at first i was like i was like any publicity is good publicity and i was eating <laughs> She's it up i was like i loved it and i mean definitely at the time my makeup was a little crazier because i was no. like and
0: don't let them gaslight you girl i know like, i you've know <laughs>
1: no, no, no. i know i literally do less blush now because that's what i would always get bullied for and there is one video where i exaggerated it on purpose i was like i was, yeah. I was like i need <laughs> some views get- they're gonna eat
0: this up <laughs> yeah let's boost the that's algorithm yeah no more shadow bans yeah so
1: i was like i did it one time one time but all the other times was like me actually doing my makeup mm-hmm. and like i said good public any publicity is good publicity mm-hmm. but then after a while i was like Sam I, like, I was like i'm really sad you know like yeah. i hate this so It it sounds so obvious, but I just started blocking a bunch of people and like, you can go through my block. It's like... Like you just keep swiping, are there people
0: you know. Who literally, avidly, were always the commenters. Like, the same yeah, same people. Like, I can
1: se- like that's bad. recognize their profile picture, their name, and everything. And it's just like, what are y'all doing?
0: Pulled up in a basement? Like, no, I'm just yeah, like, I, I still will never real. understand
1: going out of your way to hate on somebody. It literally repeatedly it's is insane. Yeah, I can't even like, imagine. That's taking
0: up so much of your day. I am sorry for you. Like, please focus on yourself. Like, I'm like, I know, what did I do? You people. like, yeah. for sure. yeah. So that is that is insane. So yeah, having to block it and just ignore it and just i had like
1: yeah i had keywords filtered out too that i didn't want people to say Mm -hmm. i literally had to take out the word ugly like block it because i was getting that a lot too and i was like "Mm, that's awesome you know but then i after i noticed i started blocking a lot of people my engagement went down and i was like not my engagement coming from mostly haters (laughs) i was like this is wild so i don't i try not to block anybody anymore just because i want to keep the engagement and maybe land on some better people's for you pages but Yeah. yeah definitely filtering out words is a lifesaver but then okay. i get to see the comments that didn't get to make it to my page so i'm like bro oh, i'm seeing it everywhere yeah <laughs> I was like, these yeah. other
0: people aren't because i feel like people just love hopping on a bandwagon too like if one person says in their oh i didn't think that at first but now the comments said that low-key i see like, yeah
1: people no. are so persuaded by comments and i'm yeah. like where has your own thought process gone <laughs> <Please>. yes
2: exactly <laughs> well, people are just hopping on all the opinions of others it's insane that is why i feel like a lot of people flock to podcasts because it hasn't been a thing where there's a true comment there's no section. comment section there should Still, never be a I yeah. yes, I saw that. I forgot where it was. It was like, damn, they like turned off the comments. I have to have thoughts for myself now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, my mind changing once I read the comments. Yeah, and I was like, oh, sorry. They got me. <laughs> no, no exactly. it's, that's
2: real though. Like literally, and that's really hard though
0: too because you're saying in your engagement, it's not like, oh, my engagement. No, this is your job. Yeah, like, this is you growing. This yeah. is your literally your bank account, your livelihood. So that's, like, probably a really, really hard balance. And so, I man, respect to you. I always, like, my biggest thing is that I think people romanticize being a content creator. Like, the entire idea of it.
1: Literally, that's our job to make it be romanticized. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. what's tough. That's, like, um, another another, like a whole nother different topic but like obviously nice. my life is to make it look as awesome and perfect and pretty as possible you know mm. and my boyfriend would be like are you ever having a bad day and i would be like i feel like yeah like i'm literally crying right now i was like but not everybody wants to see that you know because if yeah. someone's having a bad day they don't want to come to my account and see me crying and having a bad day too you know they yeah. want to see something that can uplift them so i'm mm-hmm. gonna be like here's me cleaning my kitchen in a good mood you know with some happy music in the background because yeah, sometimes that's, that's all rough. somebody wants to see you know yeah. I know that's a hard position that's because it's true. like
0: understanding how you position yourself as a person or cause I mean, at the end of the day, your profile ends up being your brand, your company, like Melissa styles are LLC basically mm-hmm. because yeah, you're in control of your image. I feel, I think of like creators like Bretman rock, like his persona is literally to be the most hilarious, like upbeat, crazy person. I'm sure he doesn't post like all those other things because yeah. that's why people follow him. But at the same time, I do think that you are very authentic on your like, on your tiktok and through your vlogs especially and i think i don't know i think the people would appreciate it i want it i I want to see you cry no i I don't want to cry though yeah but like no like i feel like especially for you i think your audience is there i'm speaking for i'm the president of the Alyssa fan club (laughs) and i genuinely do think that like we're here for your makeup and for your personality like i would i would want to see i think there's a difference though you don't
2: have to no and that's what i was like i don't I don't know that social media was built to, like, take every single aspect of it. Like, and I, personally for me, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, like, a content creator like that. But I wouldn't want to, like, publicize every single aspect of my life. And I also think it's, like, I don't know. It's it's also a lot to, like, take on, like, oh, you have to show every single aspect of your life. Like, I think all you can Mm -hmm. do is, like, be genuine. And I feel like you're very genuine to, like, who you are. And then yeah, that's all you can do. I don't know. I mean, it's not your, it's not your role to like publicize make someone else all the feel parts good about, of you. About, Or yeah. make someone feel like, I don't know. It's like, you don't have to publicize the hard moments. If you want to. I mean, of course you can. But, but then yeah.
1: again, it's on me for putting my life out there to begin with. So that's why I feel like it's hard for me to pick and choose when I what I want to put online like especially with my yeah, relationship like? too like yeah. Uh, oh, yeah at first talking about him was like fun because I was like oh my god just met this guy at a party yeah blah, blah. you know girls, <laughs> like it's a funny story yeah. at first. yeah it's a good story and then you know it starts evolving and it starts growing and spoiler alert on the podcast I'm not dating my boyfriend anymore so I feel like I just have a hard time now navigating what I'm gonna show to my to my followers because I showed them my whole entire relationship Basically a full year, you know, so I'm like, I feel weird leaving them hanging and I know they would be supportive, but also I feel like I just don't know how to talk about it. You know, I don't want to portray him in a negative light. Like it wasn't messy. It wasn't anything, you know, and there's
0: intricacies to it. Like any relationship, like I've never shout out. Hey, Jake, I've never posted like obviously exactly how I feel about my boyfriend like you're not gonna post every single moment so and like they don't are, even yeah. understand the complexity of your relationship yeah. so and then honestly it is weird in general for people to be like oh but we were rooting for you or all oh, but well, like, be like, you like you so was I yeah yeah <laughs> first of all and also like it's just it's you have no idea what our relationship it's, you don't even know anywhere, yeah you know? it's hard
2: figuring out how, what to post I'm sure because no one like your job is so unique to you that it's not like, you like in my job, I could go to like someone who's been at my company for like five years and be like, Oh, what'd you do in this situation? Yeah, for you, it's like it's so unique. Like, you have your own set of followers that no one else has, you have your own set of like videos that you make that makes you a unique person. So, it's hard because you're really navigating that. Yeah, like, how has that been? Is that like difficult deciding
1: like what to post, what to and what put not out to there, post? and what not to? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I started to get a feel of it when I created a spam account and like basically what people started engaging with on there. You, I need a cigarette
0: video. I was like, I need a goddamn
1: ciggy. <laughs> she literally,
0: it was it was like a joke, right? Or you had to mention it?
1: And I was being so serious. <laughs> I'm
0: screaming. I need this right now, please. <laughs> <big. laughs> you post like a random thing on your spam that thing, it literally blew up like a million. Yeah, people, right?
1: I was like, I was like, oh, so we all need we one? We all need cigarettes. <laughs> all right, cool. All right. Start
2: a club. Yes. And it started
1: hitting like different countries too. Like there was so there was like French, Spanish, Russian. They really love cigarettes. Like I was <laughs> like international. Like, Trend. we all need it we
2: all need it bro
1: that's yeah hilarious, hilarious. On, on my american s- cigarette movement was crazy <laughs> <laughs> i was i still need one but that's another <laughs> conversation true. um but yeah so on my same account is where i started to be more open about like everything i was feeling and so before i started dating my boyfriend i would just talk about <sighs> sorry i would just talk about like um dates i would go on or i would talk about tinder or hinge and like the girls love that because it's fun to like live vicariously through someone yeah. see and how it just they're, feels
0: like girl besties yeah you know? exactly it Chit-chat, was it was given facetime which mm-hmm. i
1: love so i would just like talk about like a bad date or like a weird guy on tinder or like weird stuff and then i noticed like that made us f- connect more like me and my followers mm-hmm. so that's why i felt comfortable sharing my relationship and like that's like probably the biggest part of me that i wanted to Talk about like, but when it came to like my actual emotions or like me feeling like depressed or anxious, I just never really felt fully comfortable talking about that. Yeah, there's been like two videos where I'm like, Yeah, I'm depressed, <laughs> but and and I mean, not not in a rude way, but those videos never really did amazing, you know, in mm-hmm. comparison to talking about boys.
2: That is interesting. So oh, yeah. I'm
1: like, I'm like, people really don't want to see that side of me, and that's okay, mm-hmm. they are allowed to want to yeah. see whatever they want to see. So yeah. that's why I don't love talking about my emotions too much. But again, I know they would be really, really open and nice if i did yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. supportive but and it's also
0: like if you because tiktok is such an in real time app like you are posting exactly how you feel day in my life literally on the day of mm-hmm. recording and editing it and posting it and so if you're still processing your emotions like putting that out there when you haven't even processed it for yourself that's a scary
1: and like, seeing the and comments then I'm like,
2: opinions before you can even process or something like that would be hard for me and my opinions
1: like, are now their opinions i'm yeah, like i'm like dang I'm like, like oh, this like, is Ooh. my life
2: it's not even like some random video <laughs> yeah. yeah so
1: yeah I, I try to sit on videos for like a couple days and then post it
0: yeah
1: but then I always heard that like thoughts and ideas have a shelf time mm. and then then like two three days pass I never end up posting the video so yeah I try to keep it in real time and I try not to talk about me being like sad or anxious or anything yeah. because not everyone wants to hear it and that's okay
2: yeah 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 that makes
0: sense I think it's completely an independent decision like for you as a creator and if that's what works I think that's what's best yeah how do you feel about comparison has that ever been a thing with you? Because I think that's a big hindrance to confidence is like comparing yourself to other people. Definitely. And also as a creator, like yeah. as a contact oh, yeah. oh, that's, that yeah.
1: that's a whole other story. Oh yeah. my god. I can I talk to my manager about this all the time. But mm. um I used to have this one quote in my bio. I mean, everybody knows it, comparison is a thief of joy. Mm-hmm. And that is something I had to I have to still constantly be reminding myself of, especially in like the social media aspect. And uh, this isn't really tea. Mm-hmm. not because I'm, I'm not trying to be like a tea spiller excuse you Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah a lot of things that i struggle comparison comparing myself with other people as i try and my sister always tells me this too she's like remember like you're doing amazing but again you're still starting out you're not going to be getting all the same opportunities as other people who have been doing it for years longer you know so that's Mm -hmm. hard for me to wrap my head around but then again it's hard not to compare myself to other creators that i see who have more followers than me but their engagement isn't good and i have Mm -hmm. less followers but better engagement Mm -hmm. and then i see them get this deal that i want and i'm like oh like why not me like why can't these brands see that i have such amazing um engagement and then stuff like that I feel like really messes with my mind and I'm trying not to be negative about it because they I'm sure those people deserve it too like of course everyone deserves what they get um so that's that's really been hard for me as of recently to like be okay with not getting opportunities that I feel like I deserve Mm.
0: no absolutely I think that specifically in your field it's so different than other industries you know we work corporate corporate America thank you supporting supporting the country (laughs) um and it's different like if if my the company I work for loses out on like, let's say an RFP, like a request for proposal, like something like that. Like it doesn't, we just go on for the next one or like we don't even know who ends up winning it. You can see the other creators who are getting the brand deals that you want. yeah You can see their metrics, like if you're not a public company, your metrics aren't out there. You don't, no one knows how much money you made from that deal, how much you charged, et cetera, whatever. But you you can see someone's metrics. You can see how well they're performing, what their engagement is. Like it's all out on the table for not only you to see, everyone to see, by the yeah, way. Yeah. So that's really hard for comparison. And then, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's like, it's very different than other people's places in um their like a, like a typical job or a normal yeah, job. Definitely. Also in a in a normal job i'll say is um i know you just like never you don't know how much someone's making you don't even know how well they're doing at their job because there isn't like a number that's used to quantify it that's publicly available but Mm -hmm. for content creators it's followers
1: yeah like i know my followers to my rates comparison so when i see someone else i'm like i know how much they're getting paid too yeah
0: do you think that having management has made a really big difference in like your ability to thrive in this industry and like how, Oh yeah. What was the, for anyone who maybe wants to know, like how did it work getting management?
1: Oh my gosh. Getting management is literally the best thing that's ever happened to me. I think like once a week I'm like, thank you. My manager, her name is Delaney. I'm like, thank you, Delaney. Like shout out. She's a boss, babe. She's a queen. Also Alicia, but Delaney is my number one manager. Mm-hmm. I literally love her so much. She's, I think she's like a year or two older than me. And we're like the same person. She's someone, she like loves my videos. She like oh. feels so like like, we're besties talking, That's you so know, cute. and then us actually texting. I'm like, you're like my soul sister. Like, I yeah. love you. But yeah, getting management was an absolute game changer. And the way I got management was actually pretty crazy. It's like a really weird story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had stopped working for my internship with Persona Cosmetics. They had let me go, I believe, in December because it was only a temporary internship. Mm-hmm. And then I was moving into my apartment January and I still had a bunch of money saved from my previous jobs and from Persona. So I was Finance like, responsible
0: queen. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, like I
1: can hold my rent for a couple months. But I was like, only a couple months though, you know? I'm like, I don't have another <laughs> job. <too> yeah, <laughs> there was no other prospects. And I wanted to keep doing social media. Yeah. So um, January, paid my rent, started seeing the money going down. February paid the rent, money going down. And I'm like, (laughs) I have no other income. Like I'm down bad right now. But my engagement was starting to become amazing. And I started gaining so many followers. So I was like, okay, something's going to happen here. And then I want to say late February. I got a DM late February from this one management. I had never heard of them. They had like 40 followers. (laughs) So I told my sister, I was like, I was like, hey, like, can I ask Megan about this? And Megan is her manager. Mm. And she's like, yeah, sure. So I sent it over to Megan. She's like, "Mm, let me see. Like, and she started doing some investigative work. And she was like, I've never seen this agency in my life. She's like, I don't know who they are. And then she's like, wait, give me your number. And then I had went to New York with her and my sister already. So me and Megan were pretty close. She's super cool. Um, so I gave Megan my number. And then that's when she told me she wanted to pitch me for their next meeting of new creators. Yay. And I was like, what? I literally freaked out. I yelled in mic. I literally <laughs> freaked out. And I was like, I literally couldn't believe this because I Crazy. was running out of money. I yeah. wanted to keep doing social media. Like perfect. And then months later, after I had gotten signed already, I got signed like a month later, I think. And then. I went to this party that my agency was throwing and I met a couple other different managers and then one of them had told me that there was like at least four or five managers fighting to get me as their client. Stop. And I the was like, validation of Yeah, life. I was oh like, oh my gosh, I'd
2: be like, okay, Cyberpunk. who are you
1: talking to? And they're like, they're like, we like, we love your sister and we wow. ended up falling in love with you too. Like your videos you are so authentic. Who is so, your sister? In, um, case, in case
0: they don't know. <laughs> oh, my sister
1: is Abelin. by the way. ASAP Abes on TikTok.
0: ASAP <laughs> Abes. Um,
1: yeah, she's my biggest inspiration. So it was so cool being able to receive all that extra love, you know, from her work and from her, um, from her manager, you know. And I would like to clarify that I have never used my sister's name or Forced her to make a video of me or f- like vice versa or attacked her because I get a lot of comments telling You're me. Are you? I literally get that all the time and I'm just like, People you are know haters. Oh. They're, They're haters, bro. They're haters and be like, I feel
0: like, cool, she's my literal sister. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, if there, was someone, if there was someone to do that, I would make my sister do that for me. Let yeah. alone, like, But, anyways, no, like, exactly. You went through all of your entire own work and steps to get to where you are and, like, yeah. I, I definitely
1: mean, may have tagged her in a video or two, but I was okay, never well, like, to shout me out. You know, I was yeah. never did that because that would make her uncomfortable and it would make me uncomfortable and it wouldn't have feel been authentic. enough to build
0: the audience that you have like your audience is built because yeah it's of you. because of you yeah, yeah it's yeah. a unique audience so
1: exactly. i just had to clarify that because i get that comment a lot and it's super annoying disclaimer I, a lot of people thought we were the same person too
0: i know people say you guys look alike and you're the same person i don't see it it's no literally completely different different it, like, personalities different look different everything I don't yeah know.
1: like if you was sitting right here you would definitely be able to you'd see, have like, sisters a, for sure yeah but yeah i see your makeup style is so makeup. different too like yeah. how we do it so yeah
0: exactly comparing mm-hmm little intermission
2: we're We're back back. (laughs) (laughs) literally said it in the
1: exact same i know freaking twins we didn't
0: even say this at the beginning of the episode this is going to be our first video episode like it's uh, if you're on spotify you should be able to watch this one as a video we had to pull out all the stops for our girl Alyssa, and so yeah so we had to get this whole set up because it's an
1: honor to have you it's an honor to be here
0: yeah and you know we're we're trying to stop the first time so that's why we needed that intermission but we're back baby and what's your question
2: yes my question was about being like, I think we're all young adults and kind of like navigating that. I think it does relate to confidence. It takes a lot of confidence to go out on your own and like be self-sufficient as like starting your own life outside of the context of like having your parents to, I don't know, your parents like house, your parents food, your parents kind of like, I guess like for lack of a better other word, like money to fund your life or even just having parents to go back to. Like what has that journey been like being self-sufficient, growing in that? And like, how have you had the confidence to, even if you have like difficulties within that within growing up and becoming independent like what was that like navigating?
1: Mm-hmm. That was definitely um a, a little hard to grow with because my parents are as you guys have known meeting my mom today they're so giving, you know, they want to just like like so sweet. Yeah, I can't. Like she we have a whole, whole snack, board
0: ensemble drinks wa- like like just everything set up <laughs> for us to come here. I know and the fancy water uh-huh. like the aerowan water base eh. Anyway, <laughs> she's so busy, literally the
1: best mom. Yes. Um, but yeah, it, I feel like it was hard for me to, it still is hard for me personally to completely be independent because my parents are extremely giving, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, like, Oh, can I buy you groceries? Do you need help with gas? Do you need help with your car? Like my car payment. And I'm like, I'm like, yes, <laughs> know,
0: what, what's wrong with any you? other parents? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. we're so young. Like we're mm-hmm. so young. It's not like, I think that obviously the American way is like you graduate, you're 18 and like some, some families They maybe tell you that you have to be on your own starting at that age, but that's different. I also think like I know the indie community, like we take care of our elders for like their entire generational. And so and they wanna they help us knowing that we're gonna help them in the future. And it's not bad to lean on them, but also, you do want a sense of independence, so yeah. sorry, keep
1: going. No, yeah. no, no, I totally agree. If it were up to my mom, I would live here till I'm 100. Exactly. Like, she <laughs> wants me to stay here forever, yeah. you know? and that is
0: so sweet and, and special and important. Yeah, it is lesson. hard to,
1: like, fully gain independence, you know? And, like, my dad, like, he worries about me sometimes, like, about money and stuff, too. He's like, he's like, I'm going to send you, like, a little money. Like, I want to make sure you're okay. And I'm like, Dad, don't. Don't send me any money. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm i fine. And obviously, that comes from an, an insane place of privilege, you know, mm-hmm. for my dad to want to help me out like that. And I'm very, very appreciative. but i like i would be lying if i said i didn't take it a couple times yeah, of course as it's you like, should You're yeah. Like 21. It's, yeah it's hard like with my with my job i am able to get amazing brand deals and the money is pretty nice to be able to let me live the life that i live but again it's like sometimes i don't get paid for a whole month after i make yeah, a video or like mm-hmm. two months or something like that and i'm like i'm like I need to buy groceries, you know, yeah. and like my parents are more than willing to help. And that is amazing. And I'm so appreciative. But again, that is what makes it hard for me for my independence. But I would just like to squash right now that my parents do not pay for my rent. <laughs> I me and my sister, we pay for it solely ourselves. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Well, yeah, it's like you. I, I know, like because people will tell you that they'll be like, blah, blah, you get this because I think that, again, this is like a whole thing like that people just like hating on influencers because it's something it's a career that they can see right in front of them. That they want sometimes. really
1: anybody can do it too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Anybody.
0: But also I think that we touched on this earlier, like the whole romanticizing being an influencer. There are two specific parts about content creation that never, like why I don't think I could probably like fully pursue it at any point because it's, they're really hard. One, your income is completely variable. Like you can, how do you plan for the future when you don't even know consistently how much you're going to make? And then two, they say oh my gosh she just has to post a video and then she makes x amount of money okay how much unpaid work did they do to build get an audience yeah like, yeah. like hundreds audience, and hundreds
1: video, of videos yeah. just to get people engaged yeah. in what i actually do you know like yeah. a
0: full-time job like and if you think about it in that way it's like the same reason why people say like don't work over 40 hours a week um, because if you do every extra hour that you work you're basically limiting your per your hour rate. rate yeah in that same way you may think that oh a creator suddenly like is making X amount of like thousands of dollars from one video. But think about that spread out within all the hours of work they've done. Mm -hmm. And obviously there's there is something to be said about like the type of work and whether like it's not as hard as like physically, manually going out somewhere and doing something like different jobs are more difficult on your body, on your mind, everything. But I don't know, I think it's It's hard in different ways. Yeah, it's hard in different ways. And I don't think it's something to romanticize. I think it's only it's built for a certain type of person. Like you are successful in this career. It works for you. It wouldn't work for everyone. There's and it's it's a career just like any other career. Like people aren't hating on me for being a marketing specialist. They shouldn't be <laughs> hating on yeah. somebody else for being like a content creator. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of work in it. And I'm not even trying to be like a influencer sympathizer. Like, trust me, I can go I can go off. But there's that balance. Like it's just a job. Yeah. It's just a job and it's not an easy job. No job is easy because we're in this society we're forced to work 40 hours on something like we're not allowed to just exist and be so everybody is is working hard yeah like
2: yeah definitely I really admire though that you like um that you're so I don't know like you're so independent at such a young age because especially I don't know I was just talking I'm I just now y'all heard it here first uh like signed a lease to an apartment congrats that I'm yeah I'm moving into it like couple weeks which is kind of chaotic but yeah, yeah, yeah. i was just thinking about that like w- i'm literally the first of my friends to move out like yeah. which is crazy like i think maybe in california i, love I-,
0: my mommy, thank you. I don't
2: think anyone like it, it's a big deal to like mm-hmm. move out and be on your own at such an early age so yeah. i don't know if that like you probably feel i don't know if that's even going to be like so do you feel like you got more confident in like your independent identity and like who you are on your own I don't know like Like, did you feel what's the difference of
0: of living in your own apartment versus living under your parents roof like the independence that comes with that
1: yeah i feel like it's honestly being able to be your own disciplinarian you know Mm. like you have to be able to tell yourself like maybe i shouldn't stay out till 2 a.m today you know Mm. maybe i should stay home tonight clean the kitchen it's overdue maybe i should start doing some laundry so Basically being your own parent in a way, um, (laughs) (laughs) setting the rules. Yeah. Yeah. That is, I feel like that is where a lot of my independence grew because I'm like, I have to feed myself tonight. Like if I don't feed myself tonight, I'm not eating, you know? And like, that's not something I want to do. So I feel like you kind of just have to, how do I explain that? I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like there's like an end goal with what I'm saying, but I can't reach it.
0: I think that it's like I for me personally, like I, I still live under my parents roof and I'm thankful for that. And I'm, I'm thankful for the ability to save. And as much as like I think moving out is so important. And if you are in the position where you feel like you need to do it, if you can and work for whatever it takes to get that to happen. But I'm lucky to be in the position that my parents allow me to stay at their home. But also I absolutely am making like I'm actively making the choice to save money for the future of moving yeah. out. But it feels so good to be independent because I like knowing that like all the things that my parents have done to bring me to this point, like I thank them for it and I don't even want to have to lean on them anymore. Like they deserve Mm -hmm. that extra X amount of dollars to go buy themselves, whatever the freak they want or save or go on a trip, like anything that you can to be independent. It's not only great for yourself and learning how to be an adult because in the future, like you really will be forced to be on your own, but also it's nice to feel like you're helping your parents like, they get to choose themselves first and not always have to think about their kids first like they did their, like, their entire life. Yeah, and all their work and like, raising you, I
2: guess, is just kind of like, now you're, like, on your own. And that's, like, exciting, mm-hmm. too. Like, yeah, I It's rewarding s- for them. Yeah, rewarding for them to see that. You're, like, self-sufficient. Like, that's so... That's, like, what every parent's dream is, like, to see their kid thriving. Yeah. So, yeah Barbie
0: quote. Uh, yeah. Your mother still so that they, you can see how far that, like, their children have gone. Like, yeah. So you can look back and understand, like, that...
2: Yeah, that's that's really cool, and I'm sure you get to like kind of know how you want to spend your time
1: and like be your own person. So
0: mm-hmm. little tidbit: How is it like living with your sister?
1: It is. This is literally our most commonly asked question. Oh. Whenever we go to events, we literally we get asked this question every single time. We're like robots the way we answer it. We're <laughs> like, give us a scale. Yeah. Thank you. No, we literally have the same exact story we say every time. But I'll share it to the podcast. Uh. Um, we always start off with good, yeah. and then. And then we say it was rough at first because it was rough on my behalf because I was a lousy, terrible roommate, and still sorry to my sister for that. <laughs> You're literally twenty. That's um, actually uh,
2: so mature and not you taking. It? Anyways, yeah, I had continue. to. I know. I I just
1: I still feel so guilty about it when I think about it because I just like. That was my. I told you guys this yesterday. This was my first touch of independence and freedom, and not having to answer to my mom. So I was like a menace to society. Like I was going nice. out constantly, driving yeah, to see my friends, girl, yeah. to my boyfriend, <laughs> having him stay over, like being gone four days in a row. Just like yeah, absolute wild child card, which is fun. It was fun. Yeah. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I had a lot. I had a lot of fun. it, has, it <clears> had its pros. Definitely 100% had its pros, but also it came with the cons that me doing that also hurt my sister because we both envisioned a different type of life moving out there, like hanging out all the time, getting coffee, working out because that's what we used to do when we lived at home. We would do that every single day with each other. But I guess I had just lost sight of that because I had finally been able to do whatever I wanted. So we like we had a talk. This isn't obviously as detailed as I tell people, you know, I'm just I'm actually being detailed right now. Um, we had a talk and, so just the whole, um,
0: us, sit down. Let's, let's talk. I you know. You. Literally everyone at the event is like, uh huh.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we had a talk and she told me how she felt and I told her how I felt and I, through watching her and being close with her, I got to learn how to be more self-sufficient, how to be more of a woman, um, like, living on my own, you know? Mm. I finally was able to become an independent woman. Mm. Um, and now our relationship is better than ever. We're doing what we used to do. We work out. We go get coffee. We walk around. So, like... <laughs> that sounds weird. We, like, we go shopping. Or, like, we go on walks is what I meant to say.
0: Spend time together. Yeah,
1: we basically just spend time together. And I finally was able to prioritize her again in our relationship. So, That's I cool. felt like fixing our relationship also helped me become more self-sufficient living mm. alone.
0: I think, I mean, I think it was... I'm sure that if you could go back, maybe you would change a couple things, whatever. But I think that that was inevitably going to happen. Like, yeah, also, it, had if, to. it was your first time moving out, but I believe it wasn't your first, your sister's first time moving out. She had lived alone before. Yeah, yeah. So she, she probably had that time. Yeah, yeah she, she lived alone. To- do whatever she wants
1: she lived alone when she was my age she was living in san francisco so she got to see what to do and what not to do and i never had that so and to just
0: make her Same own rules and so you were going in basically with a roommate whether it's your sister or not if anything having a sister's roommate it means you have to be like you don't have to be as courteous because it's my sister like she's gonna be okay with whatever i yeah. do you know it feels that way so i think it was a natural thing but i'm glad that like everything is good now and Besties to the resties, like that is such a unique, amazing experience to have a sister who can understand the things that you're going through, mm-hmm. and obviously, like she's an inspiration to you. Um, I know. So, that's so sad.
1: I'm so sad that we're not gonna live again together. You're not. Mm-mm. We're not. We're not gonna live again. Oh my gosh, we're not <laughs> living. Oh Sorry. Ah. Oh. We're, not, we're not. gonna live. <laughs> Thank you. This is us announcing that we're going. Yeah. Um, oh we, made that. we made oh the decision oh my right here. <laughs> We are not going to live together again. We're that both going our separate ways once our lease is up in January. Gotcha. Oh, really? So, That's yeah. going to be a totally other experience too. It's definitely a little frightening, but also, yeah, but also it'll so, be like exciting. Yeah, it's know. so liberating. Yeah, it'll it definitely be
2: liberating. And then another question we had was what do you do to practice confidence? Like are there things you do daily, mindsets, things like that?
1: Definitely. Um, one of the biggest ones for me is working out or getting outside I feel like just being in touch with like your body yeah, is like in the endorphins that get released when you're working out or just moving in general. I feel like that helps like me build my confidence because when I don't really work out as much, I feel sluggish. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything. I have no motivation to make videos or edit or anything that I love, you know? No, so- my back will start,
0: stop start hurting so much more because I work a desk job, right? When I stop working out. So it's not about how I look. It's not about anything. It's genuinely like. Yeah, it's actually it's, like scientifically it's painful. You actually it's <laughs> yeah. actually
1: better to like work mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And the
0: hormones, and everything being yeah. released, like you're saying.
1: Yeah, definitely. And even just like being outside, like I had such a bad day last week and I like I wasn't feeling beautiful. I was feeling bad internally. I went outside and I literally laid down on some grass. And I was mm-hmm. like I was like
2: that this was like this feeling. is it. It was
1: something about it. And I feel like in a way that kind of boosted my confidence because it boosted my mood. So mm-hmm. kind of trying to always like remain positive and remain gentle, remain kind. I feel like just being the best, like, soft version of yourself mm. makes, in my opinion, made me feel very confident, you know? Because mm-hmm. I wasn't dealing with, like, negative thoughts. I wasn't dealing with gossiping. I wasn't dealing with, like, feeling hatred or jealousy, you know? So I feel like also, like, not having negative thoughts really helps build confidence and really helps mm. build character.
0: Yeah, making sure you're reinforcing it with positive. And then also you, what you said about, like, laying in grass is kind of just – taking your taking your mind away from yourself sometimes like just feeling like the universe around you feeling like literally the mother of nature the world yeah. yeah feeling mother nature giving you a hug in that in the soil and the grass i think it's like a big thing of just getting out of your own head and experiencing the world like i was reading some i think i was reading the book deep work and which we will be having a podcast episode on soon how Thank to focus you. anyways but I was reading that, and it's, like, we spend so much time trapped inside our minds. Like, ple- like you have to, like, feel with your other senses the things around you sometimes and just get that perspective. So, yeah, I yeah. do think that's huge for... Believing in yourself and feeling like having confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. In, in I, our other, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, in
2: our other uh, episodes, to be we researching like nature, and nature literally does make you feel like less lonely and more confident in mm-hmm. yourself, like mm-hmm. scientifically, which is
1: crazy I too. Like going for a swim in a lake. Yeah, like just like connecting
2: that. with that. I don't know. Yeah, I totally agree. I think we're kind of cut off from that in like our technological world, and it's so important to like reconnect with that. I
1: think yeah. It's more inclined with women. Yeah. Right? 100%. To like be outside and to feel like the earth beneath your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Slim.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I think we feel everything deeply. We do. <laughs> yeah, we do. I'm the like, most, this grass
1: yeah. was put here for me. Yeah. yeah. And then just like, even if it's, even if it's not true, like convincing yourself that it is, it's yeah. just like, it's a game changer for your mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. mental yeah. health is everything. Like even
2: the vitamins we need for our bodies, like they can't, they come from being in nature. So yeah, yeah. I could pop off about that one, but no, I totally agree. I think that we're like a
1: seconds away from a huge tangent.
2: <laughs> I know. Like, whoa. <laughs> to reel it back
0: in. I like, there's like, I don't know. Bella can attest to this. I feel like my entire life, I don't know what it was. I, I think it's, I think it genuinely, I just got like my brain lucked out or something. Like I do feel like that I have an easy time being confident, but it's because I specifically think of a couple things and I wrote them down because I really wanted to say them. So for one, I already talked at the beginning of the episode, kind of like having confidence because I always understood that I was never going to be like someone's ideal woman, at least from what they believe based on their upbringing, being in America, Right. And so always having to find that within myself, that was like the starting ground. Like, and so I, I, I think that how it started was I only thought of comparison within myself because I already knew there was no point in comparing myself to other people because I would just, I'm not the same. It's different. And so I could always, like, there's always gonna be someone who's richer, who's smarter, who's prettier, who's any adjective you can think of, than you technically but if you just focus on that it's always going to be draining to yourself and so I try to have the perspective that one people are always thinking about themselves way more than they're thinking about always Mm -hmm. always like in every situation they walk walk in they're not thinking about you most of the time um and another thing if it's important to recognize that you are right now. We are all of us. We're living somebody's dream life. Mm-hmm. Like somebody mm-hmm. looks up to the life that we're privileged enough to have and would do anything to have it. They would move across freaking countries to have it. Like it's just, it's so deep in that way. Um, and in that same way, I always think about this, any insecurity that I have, I'm not gonna say them because I don't want anyone to like think them and hold it against. Hi- yeah, <laughs> highlight them to me. But any insecurity I've ever had, I'm so sorry. This might be toxic, but someone has it worse. Like mm-hmm. I think that I have the biggest feet in the world. Somebody has bigger feet and they're still existing and thriving and they're totally fine. Like why do I have to worry about that part of me? Like I don't know. Just having perspective, always putting yourself in perspective of the people who like you're lucky that you are living an experience that someone would, would really like want, like is their dream life. And then also realizing that the people who maybe have the things that you dream of, like they're also just people too with their own things that are going on. Like, I don't know. I just don't think about other people a lot. Like I don't think, well, I care about them, but I don't think about their opinion what they think of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: That is huge. I can't believe I haven't said that yet. I really don't care about people's opinions either. Yeah. Negative opinions. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take the compliments (laughs) if they make me feel good. Yeah, I know. And then the the last thing I'll say is if I feel like in my experience in my life, as long as you're not hurting somebody else, if they're being mean to you, just always take that step back and think why they're being mean
2: to you. Mm -hmm. Um, 99% of the time, unfortunately, it is jealousy. (laughs) I, I think so. Yeah,
0: And so... As everyone says, as Olivia Rodrigo said in her new album many times, um, hurt people hurt people. And so, like, wh- if you have an opinion about me that's negative and it, and it makes me, it gaslights me or makes me overthink what I think of myself, I, first of all, you're toxic. Second of all, I don't have to respect your opinion, Like if it's mean and if you're having a rude thought, I don't agree with your mentality in life of being a mean person. So I'm not going to trust a word you say. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Like
0: if you are confident enough to be mean to someone else, I don't, I'm not going to respect what you're saying. It's literally
1: just a reflection of themselves.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It always is. And so that's why I I always think about that. Like whenever, yeah. Like No secure person is making fun of other people. at Mm -hmm. all. So it's like every single time someone is,
1: it's like, that's not please <laughs> <But> you, <laughs> you know? have to go out of your way to find something to make fun of that yeah person. yeah i'm like really bro it's like not that deep
0: yeah and if anything i this is like a, maybe a rude way to think of it but i'm so sorry sometimes if like if i saw if i have like a creator that i like and i see people are like ripping them apart the comments i'm like i feel bad for y'all for having enough time to rip that person apart i just think everyone should just focus on themselves and building themselves up and and just i don't know always be nice to other people and the people who are being mean to other people, I don't have a time of day to even think from your perspective. I don't want to hear it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I agree so heavily on that. Yeah. yeah I agree. like
1: felt that on another level. Yeah, <laughs> definitely.
0: Yeah. And then, do, do you have something to say? I have yes. like one last thought on it is just that like, when it comes to confidence, you're going to build confidence in yourself by showing up for yourself, whether it's in routines, daily habits. Like once you build up that trust in yourself to reach a goal, your confidence only goes up and up and up because you've done it once, you'll do it again. And so I just think that good things take time as long as you try. I think a big thing, I was listening to like, I forgot her name, Mel Robbins podcast, something like that. Yeah, oh, Mel I, Robbins yeah, podcast. You were one. too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was saying that like, she doesn't think confidence is necessarily like thinking good things about yourself. It's just being willing to try because you could feel like, oh, I'm not confident enough to make friends. Not even like, Telling yourself, like, oh, I'm so good, I can make friends or whatever. Maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's just like always just try. Like, yeah, even mm-hmm. if you are not confident in that moment, just push yourself to try. And if it doesn't work out, all you're going to do is look back and understand that you made an earnest effort. And there's nothing to regret because you tried. Like, yeah, that's the best thing you can do when definitely. it comes to building your confidence. And honestly, the last thing, sorry, I've said that a million times, but. Our brains will always think the negative. So sometimes you just have to think of it objectively from a logical perspective of like, I should feel confident in our podcast because we've done X, Y, and Z. We've heard X, Y, and Z that literally validate the fact that we are doing a good job.
1: Like, oh, you take
0: are. it. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> are you, you are. <laughs> like, I don't know, though. <laughs> so just take it back to the facts at that point. Like, take it back to the people who believe in you more than the people who, like, or the fear that you have of people's opinions that are negative because honestly most of the time I feel like we're more afraid of people hating yeah. us thinking we're this thinking we're that then they're actually telling us that so yeah I think just
1: instead folks, of paying attention to like your loyal people too you know yeah it's sucks it's hard not to push them away yeah, yeah
2: definitely
0: um, but yeah like I don't know I just think that just think for yourself don't nobody else cares about whatever you're thinking about as much as you do and that's powerful just yeah. focus on yourself you're doing great I don't know definitely
2: yeah, I think my tips for confidence, I feel like I, I'm like a chronic people pleaser. So kind of different than y'all. Mm. I literally wish I wasn't. It's my toxic trait. So um, I unfortunately do give a F what people think about me. So mm. <laughs> like, I think as I'm getting older, like I'm definitely trying to not care as much, but I have to like literally actively choose that. So anyone who struggles with that? I feel you on a deep level. Um, but yeah, so I feel like I have to actively choose, especially now as I'm getting older. I'm like, girl, that's immature. Please, let's not care about what people think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's hard husband. not to once it's, it's hard, ingrained yeah. in your mind. Exactly. So
0: why but, do you think, why do you, think you,
2: like, like, you like that? Yeah, I don't know. Just, I think just if some things are just like the way you are. I think yeah.
1: maybe... It stems from something in your childhood? Yeah,
2: maybe like maybe? being like a... Let's let's get down to it. I, don't know. <laughs> What's going I on? had a very good childhood, let's but analyze. maybe it's like being an old, oldest sibling you have to like be a lot of things oh you're for the a oldest of, yeah
1: mm, okay yeah so is my sister and she's uh she's, she's kind of like that too sorry yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> no i think you have to be a lot of things for a lot of people so yeah. you kind of just mold you said into example too yeah them it's like oh, we're both younger sisters too so we're yeah. like i oh. do yeah. not care
1: no like i just
0: i do whatever i want i don't have to like make a standard for like my siblings yeah. to look up to like You're
2: like sorry yeah. this is
1: our world yeah
2: exactly. it's a lot more like thanks for your pressure. insight i'll just be doing my own thing like yeah yeah. yeah so i think it is so it could a be, lot be that the oldest sibling thing Definitely. i don't know yeah. but anyways i think that's probably what it stems from but um what i was thinking like things that i have to actively do i guess there's a lot of ways i could go okay first i was gonna say I love what you said about being in your, like, I know it's kind of, like, trendy, right? Like, soft girl era. But, like, being in that is actually impactful because I think <laughs> – literally bumped the mic. Anyways, <laughs> I think being an oldest sibling, I always had – I, I didn't, it's not like anyone pushed this on me either. But I always felt like I have to be the one that's strong. I have to be the one that's the, like, uh, parent to my brother, even though he literally has two amazing parents. But I always felt like I had to be yeah. responsible for him or, like – be like the representative for my family, but then also do really well in school. And like, I felt like I had to be all these things to all these people all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I think I would put like, I don't know, like a, a, that was kind of like, I just felt like I had a lot on my back. And I think yeah. it was like very recently, actually I was just like thinking that I don't have to put that pressure on myself. And I think for me, like definitely I'm like really like my faith is like a big thing for me. And I'm always, I think I have something like if God's got my back, like, It's never that serious, girl. Like, you can chill. So I've been trying to, like, actively be, like, sometimes there's these pressures I put on myself that I don't – I'm only putting them on myself like no one else is. Mm -mm. So um, that's – I feel like it's helped my confidence. Yeah, and you're,
0: like, making the steps to your life. No one else is going to live it. So it's, like, you shouldn't be making decisions, especially, like, those big life-altering decisions, like what you're going to do, like, for your career or where you're going to live. Like, that shouldn't be – Informed from the opinions of others who don't have to live in your shoes every day yeah so
2: yeah and it gave me a lot of confidence honestly it sounds like counterintuitive but like to not be so self-reliant like it's like Mm -hmm. i know god has my back so i don't have to be so like what if i'm making the wrong decisions i don't have to like i because i think a lot of my lack of confidence Mm -hmm. was like not trusting myself Mm -hmm. but it's like i don't have to be like that like that's a choice i'm like choosing not to trust myself right now and it's like i have someone that that has my back like obviously other people too but like i definitely feel like spiritually like there's I'm going to be okay. So that has given me a lot of confidence. That's nice. It like like,
0: takes away some of the pressure knowing that like someone like they're holding. Exactly. You know, that's
1: given me like definitely a lot of confidence. Um, That's about the universe. I'm like, the universe is always there. Yeah. She's given me everything I need, you know, even if I don't know exactly what's happening, you know, like for you, for you said, God, you know, like I just, something is always going to be there to either like, um, push you to do more or be something for you to lean on, you know? So I just feel like, you don't always necessarily need to trust yourself. It takes, Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. It takes like the pressure off, I think, which kind of gives me confidence. And it's kind of like what you said, like you can be the softest version of yourself. Like I think when I put a lot on my back, I feel like I have to always be defensive. Like mm-hmm. I have to look out like, Oh, someone's going to like come for that. Or like I have to be on the That's defense. How you get like stressed and tense exactly. in your body too. And you don't feel like yourself. And you can't be as, I feel like I can't be as like kind and empathetic towards other people. I'm always feeling like someone's there like trying to get me. Yeah. So anyways, Kind of a tangent but i feel like that helps me with my confidence i love that yeah and then something else that i put on here is
0: i laugh every single time you put on your passcode
1: <laughs> i know. literally stare at it, it every that. time i'm like mm, okay yeah
0: that's your passcode i'm like why well, have one it is three three three, 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 three. three 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 oh she's gonna change it now just in case i you don't even know the point
2: of having it. It, yeah it's so funny It's she, every single time, my little nieces like, know it like, too like i know the password your phone and they like oh. always <laughs> like i'll be five like five like, years old please like it's so hard i know like <laughs> Okay, you thought you Smart got these, yeah. dude. Like, not
1: even, not even to rat out my sister, but her password is along the lines of that too. Really? I'm like, what the hell? Is I, I don't know. What, older I may as well
2: just not have one. But Ew.
1: my like
0: my baking's app, or at least there, make it like, four instead of six digits, because you can do that. in Apple, like you're right.
1: You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> you older sisters are silly. <laughs> we're yeah. all
2: the same. Um. So I also put on here. Oh, I think you were saying this hmm. in your confidence thing. That's the just best try. way I think to build confidence mm-hmm. is like to hold yourself to the to the goals that you want to do. Like I think accomplishing your goals, going after your goals. And even if they are little things like, Oh, I'm going to try this new recipe today. Oh, like I've always wanted to learn how to cook, but I just not good at it. Like,
1: just try, you yeah. know. Yeah,
2: I think that like helps me a lot with my confidence.
1: It's yeah. annoying when you think about you're like, wow, like I'm the reason I'm standing in my own way. You I know? Know. exactly. I know. Don't let. T- There's already so
0: many like forces or like energy sometimes that like may stand in your way or someone who's being mean. Like, don't stand in your own way. You know. Yeah. I think that's yeah. What confidence comp- like be reassured in your experiences over the past X amount of years that you've been living that like you got this mm-hmm. yeah I don't know. like hold
2: your word to yourself like if you want to do it do it and then don't like question it you know and
0: the power of accomplishing something is just
2: so massive like ooh, it'll it'll, it'll leave even leave little you things. with that like yeah well, you're saying what, like even working out like my goal is like okay i'm gonna go work out three times this week like that only builds confidence because like oh i did what i said i was gonna do you know yeah yeah so being able
1: to check it off your list too so satisfying, ooh, satisfying. Yeah. yeah i'm like <laughs> choo- my
2: spine yeah literally yeah I also put nature I really like what you put about nature (laughs) I think that makes me more grounded and just more confident in like thinking bigger than myself and then that also ties into just sometimes the best way to be confident because I think confidence and insecurity or not confidence I guess like self-absorption and insecurity go hand in hand because it's thinking about yourself a lot and I think sometimes confidence Mm. is like stepping outside of yourself like it's not all about me in the negative ways but it's also not all about me in like you know what I mean what I'm trying to get at that I understand what you're trying to say yeah
0: yeah it's like being self-obsessed is not great. Being completely insecure and not sure of yourself is not great. And, like, it's sometimes it's just, like, you shouldn't even think of yourself in that degree to that ex- like all intensity the all the time. Sometimes we just have to think.
2: We just, I think sometimes the best way to be confident is, like, step outside of yourself. Like, maybe. That's the communities are important. Yeah, like, like community service. Or, like, things like that. Or just understanding that you're just, like, you're a part of a family. You're, like, I don't know. You're yeah, just it's not yeah. all. You're your life is not on bigger. your shoulders. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think that all that, like, the nature, God. Um, service like all that is just putting yourself like it's bigger than just us and sometimes Mm -hmm. I I don't know and in that it's like you everyone has a unique role in that greater purpose and then that's like another reason to be like no you are the best at this one thing or like you are you know Mm
1: -hmm. you're worthy to be confident yeah
2: exactly yeah word so I agree those are my tips for confidence thank you (laughs) <laughs> and thank you
0: i know so i think that's i think that's good right what are, how are you feeling
1: that was a delish conversation yay okay
0: yeah. we were saying like this is probably like the first time that you've like fully boom on the mic talked for this long too. yeah it was Anonymous. longer. We're definitely going to parse some of it down. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah, this, yeah. 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 This was a long conversation, but I've loved every second of it. Yes, oh my God. Me. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. I'm kind of sad that this is over though. So. Me too. <laughs>
1: I'm like so programmed to like making 15 second videos to keep people engaged. Yeah. So like even being on here is like nerve wracking. I'm like, this is more than 20 seconds. I know. Yeah, <laughs> They're going to yeah. see like
0: more than 20 seconds of me. Damn. I'm scared. I know. But I think that's what's so great about podcasts. Cause then you can just like, it's like a full experience, full thoughts, like completely long form out there yeah, yeah it feels good to yeah. have
1: people know like more about who i am because i feel yeah. like although i show a lot of myself it's not a lot you know at yeah. the end yeah. of the day like nobody really knows like this is how i literally talk because i'm more talking like this you know yeah I'm, like super hyped like i i was explaining this on my youtube i was like i'm a bit more timid you know i i talk and that's a little quieter when we
0: met her she was saying she was more timid i was like no way like, yeah
1: i just like i i just like love preserving myself i guess yeah. you know so like i feel like i'm very low-key and like kind of laid back oh my god it sounds so cringe saying that out loud no, no. it's not that's like those memes you see on twitter be like like nobody's like me like i'm laid back <laughs> no, no. Feel. you do not say all that you just no. say, yeah, yeah you keep it keep it timid keep it that's it's
2: the yeah. best though laid back yeah. people
1: like it's cool energy around. that i wish yeah. i had for it's, sure it's definitely uh it's definitely a new experience like being able to be in this kind of environment though for sure it's always something i wanted to do so i'm really grateful you guys had me on here so we're happy so happy to be on. here
0: and dream come true dream come true mm-hmm. this is a testament of like confidence and just trying like i just literally really you her. dming me yeah, yeah. i, I, I just sure i was just like manifesting you on the phone like <laughs> here we are i have no idea how this all transpired but i'm just like so happy like i i was telling ball on the on the drive here to meet you that like i haven't processed everything that's happened because it's gone by no, really me quickly it was just like a week, like the
2: CM happened like a week ago.
1: Yeah. Right? yeah no thought has happened since. Yeah. I'm we so met for coffee and we were
0: like, oh, we all vibe so well. <laughs> what the hell? I know. I'm so <laughs> natural. Yeah. so happy i'm just so happy and thankful just um, like
1: i want to say like the twist of fate was crazy too because her dm wasn't even in my dms it was in my hidden request where
0: all the creepy people are it was yeah like
1: or it was like this fake collabs and stuff like that but i saw yours and i i went to your profile and then i saw your dm and i was like i was like she's cute i was like and i love podcasts i was like let's see what's up <laughs> that is so sweet i can't
0: and this is just gonna be like the start. they're gonna see you on this podcast you're gonna be on every single podcast you're gonna start your own podcast i know i want
1: to so bad Who knows? but no, i'm like what am i gonna talk, talk about um, You're in so your
2: thoughts. So
0: your entire life. Yeah, Ugh. a movie. Sorry, she's shy. Slay. So good. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, well, thank you so much for listening. I oh, where can, where we, can we find you, you and follow mm-hmm. you? Oh
1: my god, literally everywhere that social media exists. <laughs> yeah. um TikTok, my Tumblr? username. <laughs> I literally have a Tumblr too. Um. Yes. Um, <laughs> I've actually never shared that publicly. Know, is that a thing? Like, are
0: there influencers on Tumblr? I, I definitely right? haven't deleted. There I know
1: Addison so. Ray's on Tumblr
2: i love addison Rime. she's the it girl kind of I hate she
1: is it. my girl i i, I will her. say it. i love her she's no, so
2: effortlessly cool I, and mm-hmm. uniquely cool she's not trying to be anyone she's so I, gorgeous
1: Ugh. yeah she's gorgeous i just
0: genuinely think she has like the biggest heart and she's always been kind from the beginning
1: she is kind i met her once literally back you in like 2020 and she was so sweet and i was like addison like i like need to be you i love her no she's amazing Sorry. i can
0: just tell that she's actually happy in her real life yeah 100 percent well, this has been the best time ever. I am literally so sad that it's over, but so happy to have had this and had you on the pod as our first guest on the Duality Pod, Alyssa. Thank so, you, thank where you. can they find you?
1: Such an honor. Um, you can find me at Liss Sal—no, Salazar on TikTok because my previous username had to be changed, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And then you can find me uh, Alyssa A Salazar underscore on Instagram, and then Alyssa Ariana Eight on YouTube. Sorry, three different usernames, and it's all the same person
0: they'll find you they'll yes, find you yes. and for duality you can find us on instagram and tiktok on instagram it's at duality pod and on tiktok it's at duality
2: podcast um thanks so much for listening yes, thank you so much for listening. Yes. thank you Alyssa. we love you so much thank and you for
1: having me yes, i love hope. seeing you guys
2: yes thank it was you. so much fun <laughs> hope to see you next week and bye bye bye, bye.